1: In today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to automate the financial parts of your business. We're going to show you how to get rid of those receipt boxes forever and absolutely free up your time.
0: Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 32. This is the fifth edition of our Automate series, our little sub-series in our podcast. We really hope that you're enjoying this information and getting some really good uh, good ideas out of it and how to really free up your time. I am going to introduce the lovely Heather Porter. Hey, Heather. Hey, Andrew.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're excited to have you. And, you know, financials and money and all that stuff is a little bit of a tricky topic to talk about because I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs and business owners, Get bored or get overwhelmed, or think, "Oh God, I can't be bothered," and we're a little bit reactive to the situation. Um, so, this episode, we're going to share some amazing tools and some things that you guys can bring into your business to really free up your time and make your whole financial aspect in your business so much easier.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think one of the uh, one of the important things is that so many people sort of, uh, if they don't understand something, they won't do it. And financials is a big one, and it's, I think, it's the number one factor. That really, uh, the lack of understanding of financials is the biggest factor of uh, businesses going belly up because they, people think they're doing a good job, they think their business is going well, but in reality, they don't know what their figures are telling them. And sometimes, yes. you know, if you know your figures uh, properly before that happens, then there's you know a good chance of survival. But so many businesses don't survive. So we wanted to just talk about some of the tools that we're using. We've implemented in our business some of the tools that some of our clients are using and uh, just what are they what are they using, how they're using them and what is it doing for them and how can they free up their time by using these tools because you know, there's so many new tools coming out all the time, uh, we won't cover all of the tools that are out there, that's for sure and there'll be people who are listening to our podcast thinking, well I've got a better tool than that and if you have, great, as long as you're using these tools, that's yes. what we want people to do is just use something, make sure you're doing something that's freeing up your time so... Let's, uh, let's kick into it, hey! But before we do, as usual, we're going to uh, find out what were you learning this week. What were you? What were you poking your little head around this week and discovering new?
0: Uh-huh. I have been poking around my head in something called uh, Google Experiments. This is the analytics experiment. So we've talked at length before about having Google Analytics accounts um, for all of you guys to manage your website numbers and your stats and understand that. There's a, something in there called Experiments, which allows you to basically set up goals and, and testing. So really, if you think of it like this, it's simply this easy. You set up two versions of the home page of your website and Google randomly delivers one and then the other and then the other and then the other back and forth and back and forth. And it's testing to see which stats you get the best results on, or which page you get the best stats on, I should say. So, you know, which page people stay on the longest, which page people opt into your um, opt-in box on the most. So it's a really cool system, and all you need to do is get your web team or somebody, if you're a web designer as well, you could do this, two versions at least of your home page is what we recommend and also, you know, a couple versions of landing pages. But this, I Andrew, I cannot believe how easy this thing is to use. I've been loving it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've had a look at it. Uh, I've had a look at it in the past. I uh, haven't done a lot with, um, with it, you know, myself personally, but I know a lot of people use it all the time and uh, it is a really cool tool actually. And it is, as you said, it's easy to use.
0: It's easy to use, and guys, I mean, the, when when you, the thing is, you can develop something you think looks fantastic, no matter what it is in your business. But the best thing you can do is to have the market tell you what they prefer, and this is the easiest way of setting up different pages on your website and just quite simply letting the market tell you what they prefer, and then you, of course, use that version going forward.
1: Hey, you know what I like about today's what do we learn section. Is that Mm. you're talking about a a tool that everyone uses, or you're talking about a a platform, Google, that everyone uses every day, Um, and you know sometimes you don't understand or you don't realize what other functionalities some of these everyday platforms can serve. You know, Google is not just about search. Um, It's not just about Gmail, so it has these other functionalities. What I learned this week was another large platform that I didn't know was doing this. I knew it was doing it, but I didn't know exactly how, so I dug into it a lot deeper this week, and that is Amazon um, and Fulfillment. Which we spoke about uh, fulfillment in a recent podcast and and automating fulfillment. Which spoke about fulfillment houses, mm. but what I dug into this week was all about Amazon fulfillment and how they operate as a fulfillment house for people selling stuff. You know, we've got a client that's uh, looking at selling some stuff on on Amazon and using their fulfillment agency. Um, and it's once again, it's a pretty simple task to start selling items on uh, Amazon, almost having your own little store, so to speak. Um, but it's all through Amazon. So you get all the traffic, you get all the value of people coming to a, a large site like Amazon. And let's face it, they are one of the best e-commerce sites, platforms around. Um, building your platform on something like that is a, is a really good way of doing some business if that's your business model.
0: It's interesting because, you know, it's a biggest – one of the biggest barriers to entry on selling actual tangible goods is, you know, once you get the goods developed, whether you go and get them just made in China or wherever, how do you ship them out? How do you package them and ship them out? That seems to be the thing that everybody can't figure out. And so the fact that they have this available is – it's quite amazing. I mean, it, what it's saying to me is really anyone with a little bit of funding and a good idea can go and get some uh, some goods created and manufactured and then use something like this to actually distribute them.
1: Well, you know what? You don't know. See, this is even where – that's another misconception. You don't need some funding. Um, there's people out there who have created Amazon stores by going mm-hmm. to their local shop and they're buying, let's say, discontinued items or some items that are uh, that they can find cheaply at their local store. Um, they're buying a whole, you know, they're buying up, you know, not a lot. I'm talking small items. It might be books. It might be um, CDs. It might be something that they can sell and take home with them in the car. They send huh. it up to the Amazon uh, warehouse and they put it up on Amazon. Now, once it's sold, it's sold. If it doesn't sell, uh, you Amazon will send it back to your house. You know? That's so, amazing. So there's little things that you don't need to have a lot of. Um, I love
0: it. So I guess the, the kind of the theme here is just every platform that exists, you know, there's multiple ways of using it and not necessarily the top level thing that you go in knowing. So if you dig a little deeper and ask better questions, um, you might be able to really start to use the advanced features of things quite easily.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, let's I mean, I've always known that there's something, some ridiculous figure like, you know, 10 to 15% of a, of a, um, of a tool is never used. You know, I'm thinking like computer, going back when calculators, you know, electronic calculators were around and, yeah. and all the buttons that were on there, you'd never use 95% of that stuff. Um, yeah. And, and same with our computer. There's so much stuff on our computers these days, our iPads, our iPhones, that we just don't use because we don't know what it does. We don't know how to use it. We don't know why we should use it. So we don't use it. Um, and sometimes it's great discovering things that you've, you've been so close and so near, yet you haven't actually seen it when it's like opening a new door to a room it's like hey this is pretty cool.
0: So that's a good uh, intro I think to what we're about to talk about because these tools they they're floating around all the time and by you I know you used a lot of these and we're starting to use more of them in our business so by talking about these, these financial tools today and actually giving you guys some examples of how you can use them I think you're going to find that it's really easy about what we're going to share and you'll get excited and how you can start to implement these in your business as well. So shall we move on? Let's talk about our financial automation tools.
1: So give a quick overview um, of what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about things like um, accounting, sales, bookkeeping, receipts and expenses i think people fell off the chair when i said accounting um quotes and proposals like how can you automate that sort of stuff and also some time tracking i know we touched on that in our last episode but um, we'll dig a little bit deeper into time tracking uh, this episode so let's get kicking off with some sales and uh talk about just some platforms that are out there to automate your sales do you want to kick us off with with that one
0: Sure. So a big part of your financials, of course, is being able to have reporting with your sales. And the to make that easy, the best thing you can do is, is to get a system that you're going to use to sell your services, your products online that allows you to do reporting. And what I mean by reporting is so you can find out who bought – you know, actually run a reporter spreadsheet where you can find out who bought what, what their history of purchases are. You can do a date range and pull what's been purchased in that certain date range. Um, now, we've talked previously about one shopping cart as an automated sales tool. And that's, you know, for an online shopping cart system. They have fantastic reporting What you can actually, do whatever you want to report on and export into a spreadsheet, you can based on what's been sold. PayPal, I mean, PayPal even does this. Um, I know a lot of people don't even know this, but you can go into PayPal and you can do exports of your transactions that have happened there as well. But the idea here is that you're, when you're creating your sales systems is you're thinking, how can I create this into a report that I can use internally but I can also provide to my accountancy team or my bookkeeper, um, at you know, at, literally the click of a button. So those are, I guess, a couple of, of mine and obviously we use Office Autopilot. We love Office Autopilot. and It, it has some um, good reporting as well. Do you know of any others as
1: well, Andrew? Um- a lot of no, not not. I wasn't going to go into too many of them. I was just going to say that there are a number of them out there. There's there's a bunch of platforms out there, but I think what you said is getting the reports that you want for your business is important. You know, I was just following a thread on uh, Facebook today about um, someone talking about two, two, two particular um, systems that they use or they were using. Um, one of them one of them wasn't doing what they wanted. So they left to go to this other platform and this other platform is just uh, not, not doing what they wanted to do. And since then the previous, the first platform that they were on has now actually started implementing or put in the, put into practice what <laughs> these people wanted in the first place. So the thread was, should I leave, should I leave this new one for the second time and go back to the, <laughs> to the old one or should I stay? And it was, um, it was all about, why they wanted to leave was um, because it wasn't giving them the reports that they needed, and that's what's well, key to have that, isn't it? That's right. And so, you know, if if you don't know what you're looking for in a platform, then maybe start with, well, what do I really want to see? What sort of reporting do I need? What sort of reports do my accountants need? And what sort of reports does my um, like my like you might buy a there are there are lots of financial tools out there that let's say you're in Australia, right? And you might buy a financial tool but it doesn't report on GST or, mm-hmm. or, or VAT if you're in the UK, there's no point buying that financial tool. So just check what tool does what for you because there's no point buying a tool if it doesn't do the right thing.
0: And the easiest thing you guys can do to do this is if you're shopping around for systems, a lot of the websites, uh, you know, for like say Office Autopilot for example, they have a live chat feature right there on their home page click on that and have a list in front of you of everything that you want the system to do for you and just ask the questions one after another until you get all the answers that you need and then go to the next one and then ask the same questions over there and um, they also have their help desk their ticketing systems their phone numbers so uh, you know really get on the phone with these guys they're there to help they know their systems and they'll be able to offer that advice to you
1: yes yes so okay so that's um that's uh sales and that sort of stuff now Um, Anything else you want to add for the sales side of things?
0: No, no, just, just have, make sure you have your reports.
1: (laughs) One thing I do want to touch on that and we talk about automation. Like the, the thing about what the connection is, is that when you sell something online, these reports are automatically generated you don't have to go and enter the data. I think that's a key piece that maybe we haven't said, is that um, it's all good selling something, but if you've got a system where you have to take the sales, grab the till receipt, grab your grab your invoices, and then manually enter them into some sort of um, data component that, sells, uh, sorry, that puts it into a report, then you're missing the boat. What we're talking about is we, we don't want you to touch any of that. We just want you to be able to, Do what you do best. Let the website or let your shopping cart take the money, process it, put it all together in a report and send it to you and your accountant when you need to. So that's a key thing is you want to make sure that that's all automated. That's the biggest part of it. We don't want you just getting a list of your sales and then manually entering it into into one shopping cart because you can do that with anything. So the reason we talk about one shopping cart is because it does all of that for you as an automated product.
0: Yeah, well said. So now moving on from there, now that you have your sales reports we're now going to move on to invoicing, I suppose, invoicing and actually where can, you can keep track of movement in your financials, the incoming and the outgoing of your business. Um, and I know we have a few tools we can talk about right now, which is quite cool. We like to give you guys a few different suggestions so you can research them and find out which one might work best for you. And as Andrew said earlier, you probably have something as well, or some of you might, that you're using that we're not even going to talk about. And that's cool because there's so many of them that we, we're not going to you know share all of them today.
1: Yeah, so I guess the first one, um, and it's a big one right now, is FreshBooks. It's um, yes. FreshBooks is a um, it's a platform that you can do all your accounting on. It's it's cloud based. So what cloud means is that it doesn't your your information doesn't live on your computer. It doesn't live on your iPad. It lives in the on the internet. Now a lot of people and I hear this still commonly all the time is a what is cloud or b is it safe because you know I'm putting all my data up there. Is it safe? Um, cloud computing is becoming safer and safer all the time. It's really, really uh, important for it to be safe because so much data is stored on the cloud. So it is very, very safe. And you'll find that, um, many of these companies that run cloud based software have to go through a stringent or they need to for their own sake, go through a st- stringent, um, privacy and security, um, setup so that they don't have breaches. Um, so, cloud, so FreshBooks does uh, cloud com, cl- cloud computing, cloud accounting, and it means that you can, on the go. Let's say you're a consultant, you're out and about, and you're dealing with um, a customer somewhere. You can get at your iPad or your iPhone, and just punch in their email. Oh sorry, punch in their invoice. You can you can send them an invoice from where you're at. You can do some accounting on the go. So it's a it's a very good tool. Um, very good for US based companies and Canadian companies. Um, there is a few limitations for Australian companies and the UK. Um, There are some reporting aspects that it doesn't do. It does most of the accounting for you. So it does all that. It just doesn't do some of the reports that you may need like you've um, like your bass and that sort of things. But know that it's a very, very good tool if you want to just, if you've got a small business and you just need to keep your keep track of what's going on um, on a regular basis, it's good and quick and nimble to actually be able to do that on the go.
0: Yeah, and I like how professional the invoicing is, the whole invoicing part of that, I suppose. Um, you know, it it's just really beautifully done. It has really clean. It has your logo in it, and, and the system emails out the invoice. Somebody can just click a button from their email and go in and pay you, whether it's via your payment gateway or, you know, like a credit card or from PayPal. And the system itself also, if you haven't paid your invoice, it'll – send you another one it'll actually send you a follow-up one and say your you know your voice is overdue that in, in and of itself i think is a massive time saver because as a smaller business owner you can get really overwhelmed and busy building your business and if you have a system behind the scene the scenes just ticking along on autopilot doing this for you it's amazing yeah. so i love that part of it
1: it logs expenses Logs expenses, invoicing, uh, puts it in a little file format so you can send it to your accountant. Your accountant will say, hey, that's great. You've kept everything up to date <laughs> and, um, yeah. and you won't have headaches trying to work out where things are. So that's FreshBooks.
0: Cool. So let's talk about a couple of different options that are similar to that. Um, I know there's one that's also out there called Harvest. And what yeah. was the domain for that?
1: Harvest, uh, you can go to www. Getharvest.com, Getharvest.com. It's a, uh, it does time tracking and powerful reports. You know a little bit more about it than I do. Can to give a quick, quick rundown?
0: Yeah, look, uh, just a similar sort of thing where, again, like you said, time tracking, it does the invoicing, the automation of the invoicing and just um, reporting and tracking of your incomings and outgoings in your business. So similar sort of thing as FreshBooks. My understanding is it's not as robust. It doesn't have as many options and it has, um, I believe it's a little cheaper as well.
1: Yeah, it it has some, it has um, multi-currency support so you can you know, yeah, invoice in different currencies if you want to do that. You can also um set up recurring invoices, online payments, automated reminders. Um, you only have to do that once, and Harvest will set that up for you and remind you on, a, on an ongoing basis. So if you've got monthly ongoings, then it, it'll help you do that sort kind of stuff too. The,
0: these are great systems for any of you that are consultants that are on a retainer or that have you know coaches as well, and you have yeah. your ongoing monthly fee. Mm-hmm. It's a brilliant system for that because you just plug it in once at the beginning, and it will take care of the rest. I know you know PayPal has that sort of subscription thing, that automation thing, but you have to send somebody to a button in PayPal, and then sometimes the payment defaults and it's just trickier in PayPal to manage that. So mm-hmm. something like this is great.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And one other one that's, um, that's good. And we're, we're actually switching to this one ourselves. Um, and that's zero X E R O X E R O zero.com. Um, it does uh, a lot of that sort of stuff. The reason we're switching, because we've got our business based in Australia. We're looking for some, um, we're looking for specific Australian accounting and reporting. And, um, it's being used by a lot of people out there. Um, our accountant prefers it, so we, we're we going with his recommendation. And um, once again, it does a lot of that sort of stuff. We do it on the go. He gives us the reports, um, and it just makes it easy for us to, to maintain. So that's zero. That's just another one. That, uh, that's zero. Uh,
0: yep. Good one. Now, here's the thing, and this, this is my biggest irking thing that I still need to sort out with myself. So I love this tool. I need to start using it. Receipts, paper receipts—you know, all those pieces of paper floating around. What, Andrew, have you discovered is an amazing tool for managing these?
1: I discovered this a couple of months ago, and um, it's called Shoeboxed.com. Shoeboxed being a shoebox representing a shoebox of full of receipts. I know a lot of people have boxes full of receipts or bags or parcels—you know, sachets of satchels of receipts and stuff um this is a pretty cool site it does a couple of things one is that um if you're familiar with netflix in the u.s or i'm not sure if blockbuster are still doing this um i know big pond were doing it for a while in australia where you could hire movies and they would send them to you in an, in an envelope um do they still do that you still got some some a company doing that in australia now
0: you know, I, that's a very good question. Even though I'm a movie buff, I don't use those tools. The, the biggest things I'm noticing in Australia are the boxes, you know, where you go into right. the, the, the grocery stores and you kind of yeah. plug in your Netbox. money and get the yeah those yeah. things. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, well, Netflix over here, they do an envelope. You know, you order your, order your movie online, it gets delivered the next day, you watch it and you send it back in an envelope. Um, what Shoebox does is a similar thing, except it doesn't send your receipts. It lets you put Receipts into an envelope, and then you send it to a warehouse. Um, it scans the uh, envelope. It knows that it's yours, and it actually digitizes all of your receipts. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it puts it all together, um, files them, tags them, puts them into a spreadsheet for a, for an accountant to deal with later. But it knows it's yours, and it puts all the information um, right there. If you're getting receipts on a uh, on an email, you can just forward. You'll have your own email address at Shoeboxed and you just forward all the receipts you get straight to your shoeboxed account. They take it, they put it all into a spreadsheet uh, and deal with it for you that way. So it's an awesome way to do that, uh, to deal with receipts. You can also, if you don't want to go and send them through the mail, you can take a photo with your phone of a receipt. It actually digitizes it once again and sticks it into a file, and you're done with that receipt. So, there's a lot of cool apps out there, like mobile apps, that we're not going to get into today with mobile apps, but just know there's a whole bunch of resources that let you do all this sort of cool stuff to really save your time. Because I know what I'm like with receipts, and if I can, if I when I'm good, I'm good, but when I'm bad, I just forget about them, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that's not what I want to do, you know. so... That's shoeboxed, Heather. Get onto it. And then you can I it love update. it. I it will update. be needing to do that. Yes. Shoe
0: definitely. box
1: shoebox is available in Australia and the US. Okay. So okay. yeah. So um it's a, it's just great. So uh
0: now, a big thing, too, after receipts, so we talked about invoicing and we talked about receipts, but a big part of financials is uh, your proposals, you know, like obviously getting your clients on. You want to take really good care of, of potential new clients with clean, professional delivery of your proposals that's easy to understand and and also for you to know if they've read it as well as a business owner and and so you can jump in and and help out if they haven't. We've discovered an incredible tool that we're in the midst of setting up for our business as well um, called Quote. Roller, Now, Andrew, tell me a little bit about more about Quote Roller.
1: So Quote Roller is uh, is excellent if you're doing a lot of quotes or proposals. If you're a, um, a service based and you're, you're needing to give someone a price um, for work that's coming up. Um, so what it does is you basically log into your account. You uh, fill in the details of your new client. You put the quote information in there. It saves it as a template. You can use that information again. So if you're doing the same job for a lot of people, let's say you're a a pool contractor, you're building pools and a lot of the same sort of stuff is there without having to reinvent the wheel. You put all this stuff on quote roller, you send it out once. Um, If you get another job later, you can just take that information and automatically insert it into a new quote. So you can just You don't have to spend time retyping it all up. Um, It's a pretty cool tool. Uh, Then, as you said, it it actually tracks analytics. It lets you know, let's say your quote might be 8 to 10 pages long. So you may have an About Us page. You may have some pricing pages. You may have some uh, details pages. You may have some overview pages. So it tells you how long people read each page. Amazing. This this is pretty cool because then if if you know that people spend all their time on the uh, price page, then is the other stuff even needed? Or if they're looking at the about us page, does it, does it mean that they're looking for more information about you to reassure them that you're the right person for the job. So, you know, it's give you, it can give you some really, really good information and analytics about your particular, um, quote. So, um, it also lets you save time by just, uh, as I said, creating it in advance. Um, and it means, it also keeps track of who who won and who didn't. So you can see actually how many proposals are getting accepted and how many are getting outbid.
0: Yeah, and in a high-growth part of your business, when you you know, you know are doing a lot of proposals, it's important that you keep track of what's going out and the responses coming back from people as well, so you're able to follow up easily. So to have something all in one place like this, where it's done professionally, and like Andrew said, there's tracking, and um, is an amazing tool. And again, for some of you guys that are selling stuff just strictly online, this is probably not going to be your thing, but for those of you that are service-based, like we said, that have potentially the need of having custom packages done up for people, this is a great tool for that.
1: So um, a couple of other things with these tools is they also sync with a bunch of other great tools. So quote roller syncs with Zero. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy to know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you've got, if you're using FreshBooks, it syncs with FreshBooks. It syncs with Basecamp. So if you're using Basecamp for project management sort of stuff, it syncs with that as well. It syncs with Harvest. Um, and there's a number of other ones that it syncs with as well. So It just means that everything can come together in a seamless operation. So think of this, you go out and put a quote together. The quote Mm -hmm. syncs with Basecamp because that's your project management system. So you don't even have to go and spend time putting your project together because it sucks it out of Quote Roller. And then Quote Roller goes and in syncs it with your FreshBooks account so that when the job's awarded through Quote Roller, it gets automatically um, (laughs) integrated and, and an invoice gets sent out to the person via your FreshBooks so I just cool have stuff.
0: one question. Hey, guys out there listening, are you still with us? Because <laughs> this might have just popped your head off. <laughs> no, actually, how cool is that, Andrew? This is like when you get to this level, and I know that there's it takes setting up time and getting some of these systems in place, but when they all all are talking together in the right way, it is literally like you click a button and you have a report and you – can have a login for your accountant, and he goes in and gets what he needs, and then your bookkeeper, whoever it is, like it, its this incredible thing because suddenly you don't have—you're not working out of boxes anymore of receipts. You're working out of a fully integrated, amazing system.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So there's there's some of the cool tools. One of the one of the final ones that I think we want to talk about before we wrap up um, this podcast is Minute Doc, and that's t- uh, Minute Doc is. Uh, good for time tracking. We spoke about time tracking in a recent episode as well. Um, but Minute Doc lets you organize your time tracking. So if you need to t- track your time working on a project, let's say you bill for bill per hour you may be a you know a legal person you may be an a secretary or you may be a, a freelancer that gets paid by the hour then minute doc is a great tool as well MinuteDoc.com lets yes. you uh, track your time uh, puts it together s- sends out invoices as well it's um it's a it's another cool tool so if you're looking for something to help you track time um, minute doc amongst others is one of the ones that uh, has been pretty highly recommended as well.
0: Brilliant! Wow, okay, I think we got our bases covered.
1: I think we have pretty much now. Before we uh, before we wrap up, a couple of couple of uh, shout outs to some um, reviewers for us, um, leaving us five stars. If you want to leave us a five star review on iTunes, please do that. We'd love to hear your five star review. So, um, this week we've got uh, JP John. JP John's left us five stars. Thank you, JP John. And we've also got the Danish blue, the Danish blues leaving us five stars. Brilliant. Thank you for that. You guys, that's uh, awesome. Please, uh, Please, if you want to, where else can they find more information, H?
0: They can head on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. And that is our podcast website. We have all sorts of resources. Now, each and every episode that we film, we have show notes. And in those show notes, we have links to the resources and tools we've talked to. So even if you're just coming on board with us right now, head on over there, check out the the different resources that we have on there. We have a resources page as well. There's so much good stuff on that website that we would highly recommend you have a little look.
1: Speaking of resources, um, you know what? We've actually put a resource guide together for this series. We have. If you want to find out all of these resources we're talking about in one nice easy guide, where can they get that?
0: They can head on over to aybguide.com, aybguide.com, and it is incredible. Actually, Andrew put this together for you guys. He's done a beautiful job, and it has all the automation tools that we're talking about in this current series with more information about each and links directly to their websites. So hop on over there.
1: aybguide.com, so check it out and leave leave us a review too while you're there. You'll see a little page that says leave us a review, so do that as well. All right. Hayes, is there anything else that we need to cover before we wrap it up?
0: That's it, Andrew. That is all we have today for, the, for all of you listeners from all over the world. And we really, as always, appreciate you tuning in and having to listen.
1: Thank you very much. Look forward to it. Uh, connecting with you. Leave us, a, leave us a review. Give us a shout out. Send us an email. Join us on uh, aybsocial.com. That's our social sites too. Yes. That'd be great to see you there. All right, guys. Take care. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, guys.
0: Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to AYBpodcast.com.
1: All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt
0: fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website www.autopilotyourbusiness.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.